Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. And uh, now uh, on the line, we have, we have the Goya CEO, uh, Bob Unanwe. Goya Cares is this great initiative helping people around the world. Welcome back to Cats at Night. Thank you, Lydia and John and all. Uh, God bless you all. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you had a great time with the families and, and friends. Well, that's uh, that's the most important thing during Thanksgiving is being together with family. Uh, Bob, uh, there, there's a lot of crises going on around, around the world, and there's a lot of um, concern that it's going to affect global supplies of product. Uh, I mean, Goya is a global company. Uh, uh, tell us, you know more about this than any of us. Well, John, you know, uh, back in, in 2008, uh, there was a food crisis. You know, the food balance in the world is, is very delicate. You know, the water table and and it depends a lot of things. We're 8 billion people on the planet now. Uh, so in 08, uh, because of shortage of grains in, in Australia and other places, uh, the prices of grains tripled. Uh, they went back down to double, but they never uh, went back to where they, they started from. Uh, and this time, you know, what's happened over the last couple of years, first COVID shut down the world. Uh, you, you know, it set supply chain uh, in, into chaos. You know, I know diesel and things went up, but the freight rates uh, bringing products in went up tenfold. If you're bringing coconut water in from Thailand or aloe vera juice from South Korea, it went from $1,800 a container to 18000 20000 And I think their steamship line made more in that one year than in the previous five to ten years combined. Now, what's exacerbated the thing is that the, with the war in, in Russia, Ukraine, which we shouldn't have been there in the first place, we basically gave them the green light by pulling out of Afghanistan. But between Russia and the Ukraine, they control 30% of the world's wheat, 20% of the world's corn, 50% of the world's fertilizer, and two and a half million acres of, of, uh, of uh, sunflower. You have countries like India that are, because of this crisis, they're not exporting rice. Mexico is not exporting a lot of things. Countries are turning inward because of shortages. They're not exporting. Northern Africa is going to face famine because the food, there was 22 million tons of grains in Ukraine silos, which went to ships and the ships were blocked. First, the silos were blocked and the ships were blocked and they've weaponized food. So in addition to the normal delicate balance of food and consumption. You add to this the weaponization of food by Russia and Ukraine. And, you know, it's unfortunate that this war happened in the first place. Like I said, we show tremendous weakness in pulling out of Afghanistan. I think NATO was poking Putin in the eye. Uh, the guy's a monster. But, you know, we, we you know, we're going and we're doing nation building. We're changing regimes. Uh, the Solinsky and Ukraine, it's a shame. At the end of the day, when two elephants fight, the grass suffers. And that's what's happening. The people suffer at the end of the day because we're playing games with food and with fuel. You know, we cut off the, the, uh, the, the Keystone Pipeline day one, the, the Alaskan Pipeline. Now they're looking to do uh, to, to, to refine 
in Venezuela, heavy, dirty, crude, and ship it in, in ships with dirty uh, bunker fuels fueling it versus a pipeline which is connected right to Canada, right to Alaska. It's it's a war, you know. It's a war against American oil, John. Why do you think that is? We're on the phone, by the way, with Bob Yunanwe, the CEO of Goya. Why is that? It's obvious we need oil. He wants to bring in Venezuelan oil. So maybe, John, do you know why he's President Biden is against American energy? Nobody really knows that. And Alaska has plenty of oil. We have a pipeline that can deliver 2 million barrels a day. We're only doing 375. We have Canadian crude that we're buying, Western Canadian crude right now, $49 a barrel. Wow. Now, what is the Venezuelans have the same crude, is a heavy crude. Mm-hmm. And that's the price. That, what are the Venezuelans going to sell it to America for? Triple? Triple that? Who knows? No. You know, and, John, we, and who's we de- need to invest in in refining. We don't. The U.S. doesn't have the refining capacity. And so, that's, that's look, Bob. in Texas, twenty five percent of our energy was windmill, and we had a freeze a year and a half, two years ago. But what froze the windmills? And we've had a billions. One of the worst disasters in Texas history. And I guess it, the administration doesn't care because it's a red state. But we had. The whole state shut down because the windmills weren't turning. The, the one, the nuclear plant was under maintenance, and the fossil fuel, which has been, you know, was because we're incentivizing companies to put up windmills, and they don't last. They're impossible, you know, to maintain after 20 years. They're gone, and and now we're still investing. We're we're investing into things that aren't necessarily, uh, at the end of the day, green, and we're we're. Declaring war on the fossil fuels, the uh, diesel is a dollar to two dollars more per gallon. That moves tractors for farming. It moves trucks. It moves everything. And we're declaring war on that, and we're shooting ourselves in the foot. A hundred percent, Judge. You had something to say. Yeah, I think uh, I think the problem is that, and you made a point about we need to increase our refining capacity. The problem is it's very capital intensive. It's very expensive takes a long time, and you have an administration that's declared war on the refiners. So why would they invest long-term in that industry? And the problem we have in the United States, Bob, and you're, you're in business, you know that if the oil companies are the enemy of Washington right now, and if the maker, let's say in our refinery, we have to spend a billion dollars to improve it, well, you've got to amortize that over 10, 20 years, and you don't know who would spend a billion dollars not knowing what what Washington is going to do. Why is it that we could spend billions, trillions of dollars on a Green New Deal and not invest in the critical infrastructure? You can't do everything green. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. The Germans found fuel. out that. That's right. Exactly. And but, we're willing to invest in the wrong things. We've got to invest in the future of this country and make ourselves stronger, not weaker. And the globalists are destroying this country. A hundred percent. And the European community has found that out, and they've, now they're calling nuclear energy as the new green energy. Mm. And, uh, Bob, you know, anyway, we have to go to a, a break, and uh, thank you for, for calling in. God bless you, and keep telling the American people the truth. Thank you. God bless you, John. And buy that Goya product. That's it, Goya. And okay, that's, I tell you, the quality of Goya products 
is really, really great. And Bob United Way does a great job. Let's take that break. And when we come back, we have some new revelations on uh, from Dr. Peter Michalos, the bird flu. What's going on? This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.